Hey, what's going on, champs? I'm Aaron Deliosa. Welcome to an Immigrant's Life podcast. My podcast about immigrants, immigration, and everything in between. Another month, another episode. As always, thank you for listening and for your support. If you're new here, thank you and welcome. And as a reminder, you can follow the podcast on Immigrant's Life at Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For the Apple listeners, please do me a favor. I'll appreciate it if you can give the podcast a five-star rating and a positive review. It's not much to ask. It takes you five seconds. And believe it or not, Apple doesn't care about the listens and the downloads. They care about the ratings. So if you want to help the podcast for free, that's the best way. And for the rest, you know how the deal is. Like, share, and subscribe. So, I was looking at where are the listeners coming from. Most are from Canada, Philippines, US, Brazil, the Middle East, some in Norway, Sweden, and Spain. Viva la Roja! So, thank you, merci, gracias, obrigada, or however else you say thank you in your language. I really, really do appreciate it. And please continue listening. So, that takes care of the housekeeping. Now, let's talk about the episode. As a tribute to April Fool's Day, our guest today is a stand-up comedian. This episode is a wild one, but very interesting. We also went dark on this one. We talk about suicide. But having said that, if you or someone you know is having these dark thoughts, please, please talk to someone or call the suicide hotline. You're not alone, and someone do care. Lastly, in the middle of the interview, the guest had to grab a food delivery, so please don't wonder why the conversation suddenly shifts. But in any case, without further ado, let's get into the show. Isa, dalawa, tatlo. Today, we have a very special guest. He can dunk on you on the court, but he will kill you with his jokes, because he's a stand-up comedian. Everyone, please welcome Hasher Ahmed. Hi, everyone. What's going on, my man? How are you doing? Doing pretty good, man. Thanks for asking. Oh. And you? I'm good. I'm good. By the way, before we continue, I just want to say thank you for your uh, time and thank you for coming on the podcast. No worry, man. Pleasure's all mine. Mm, thank you. Oh, so would you like to promote anything? Um, yeah, I would like to um, maybe my Twitch. Um, if you can put my link somewhere, is H A S H underscore T H E one. I'm live on Twitch almost every day because I do comedy, but got canceled because of COVID. So mm. yeah, you go you go wild on the Twitch, man. I love it. Watching it? Did you watch it? I love. I watch it once in a while because my kids has they like watching it. Yeah. I I I I'll watch it for a few minutes and then I'm like, all right, I'm out. Yeah, I understand, I understand. So, also, I was I, I saw some of your posts. I see that you are Jack, dude. Jack, you physically or? Yeah, bro, like you're. Yeah, I, I am Jack. I do work out because I think it's important as someone with my condition mm. to to show example. Because I'm not perfect. I smoke. I swear, all the fucking time. Like I didn't, I didn't have to have. I didn't need to say fuck this last time, but I did. For no reason, no. <laughs> I got many issues, but like I, I, I try to stay sharp physically because that's like 
my health, you know? Mm. And you can't deny that because, like, I don't know. It's just, I like being in shape. Um, I know. How often do you work out? Um, every once, like, every two, three days. Mm. Uh, sometimes four or five, but, you know, Corona, so I can, you know, I, I allow myself to relax. Like, take um, more days off than I should. Mm. But, you know, I'm like, oh, like, by average compared to other people, I'm mostly in shape. So I, I try to expand the time and relax. Yeah, dude, I saw some pictures of you. Like, man, this guy's jacked, man. <laughs> like, you're solid. Um, you mentioned quickly about your health. Can you tell the listeners yeah. since they cannot see us? Yeah, it's my, my voice is a bit weird. But I'm, in fact, 22. I have a condition called microcephalic osteodiplastic primordial dwarfism type 2. I repeat, microcephalic osteodysplastic primordial dwarfism type 2. I don't know it by heart. I have a internet browser open so I can look it up. Mm. Even I don't know the full name. So it's uh, a dwarf, basically, that's it. Mm. Or short people, whatever. If you don't mind me asking, since I didn't meet you like in person, how tall are you? I am like one meter or like 25 30 centimeters. Is that average height for the person that has your condition? I think so. Should be. I can. I think so. Because the thing is, it's there's so many kind of dwarfism, right? Mm. There's the dwarfism of Peter Dinklage, you know. There's the dwarfism with the voice. Because mm. Peter Dinklage is like a dwarfism, but like he looks like an adult. Yeah. His voice is like an adult. So, but mine is like I look like a kid, but I'm still an adult. You know, oh. I look like a kid. I sound like a kid, but like if I if I shave the beard, I look like a kid who sleep for five hours. That's it, you know. <laughs> You're funny, dude, man. I don't know. So, <laughs> where are you born in Montreal? I was born I don't know, like some Saint Mary's or some hospital. I don't know. Maybe Saint Justin. I don't remember. Hmm. Like I just know birth, like the date and stuff. I'm like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> and ethnically, you're. Pakistani. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who moved here in Canada? Um, it was my parents in around 1990s, around that time. Mm, the both of them, were they married when they moved? Yeah, my parents, my, my dad went to, um, I think, Saudi Arabia to work. Mm. Then he came to other countries and tried. Then he came, he came to Canada. And so he, he stayed here and that's it. Mm. How about your mom? Mom, she, she, once my daddy was settling, he bought my mom and my sisters and my brother here. Oh. Oh, so you're the only one. How many siblings do you have? I have one younger sibling, and he, me and him were born here in Canada. Oh, okay. Do they have the same condition, or they're... No, just, my, just me and my, my younger brother. Oh, okay. Also, only the male side. No, because I had one, younger, one older brother... Who doesn't look like who's not small? Oh, I mean, okay. older brother, sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, being a son of an immigrant is hard enough, plus your yeah. condition. Yeah. Do you think they were extra protective towards you? I do think they were extra protective. So, I, like, I didn't learn many swear words of my native language for many years because they were overprotective of me so much. I didn't have, like, I, like maybe it's because we're poor, but I had a GameCube, then I had a PS2. Mm. 
mm. a PS3. Sorry, you know. So it was like uh, in school I was a bit bullied, of course, mm -hmm. but I survived primary school, high school for a reason, you know. I think I built myself a. A kind of strong character, if I can say. Mm, yeah, you have a very strong character, and I admire that. Do you mind talking about the bullying part? Because I'd like to talk to you about that. Sure, what do you want to know? Like, how hard was that for you? I'll say it was a bit hard. You know, it's it's not fun being bullied. I'll say. Mm -hmm. But, like, one time you have to, you know, um, stick to your roots, stick to what you know, try to, like, survive, I guess. Mm -hmm. And you survive um, with your wheat? Yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes. I was a bit of an asshole, sometimes it didn't work. I was, never, I was out of punch or some shit like in the States. Because mm. I think it's, it was weird because I think it was, a, uh, I remember my, when my brother was still in high school, I was done one year ago. Mm. My brother was in last year in high school. He said, Pache, that's the school. So I, there was one, uh, like, like, not supervisor, how do you say in English? It's uh, a principal? Blank. No, principal, it's like, it's surveillant. And sometimes we just watch, like, student locker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so she, 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 she came to me, she's like, how are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm doing good. And I'm like, where are you? I'm like, oh, I'm in adult school. I'm almost done. Going to college, maybe. And she's like, okay. And she's like, oh, I hope I don't offend you. But I just want you to know when you started, Every year, I, we want to see like the big annoying kids. Not every year, but like sometime. And they said, if something happened to me, no matter what, you're fucked. <laughs> so, yeah, like, so it's like, I was put in a way, because that's what people don't understand about bullying. The whole system has to change. The way of thinking has to change. Like, we, we still had someone who killed himself. Mm. And it was an average white guy, you know? Mm -hmm. I didn't fucking know him. But like, you know, I think there's still issues. There's still uh, stuff we need to, to change in the system. Mm -hmm. But I do believe there is hope in a way, you know. Mm -hmm. Or there is a way of like protect kids. So maybe we can do for the other ones and see what what can we do, you know. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. So I like playing devil's advocate. I've heard yeah. people saying that bullying is good. It makes you resilient. It makes you strong. Do you agree yeah, with that? Yeah, like if it's by your mate, yes. Like me, when I, when, I, when, I, when I play with my friends, they're like, yo, Ashley, you suck. I'm like, yo, suck my dick. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, I will. Give me your address. <laughs> oh, yes, daddy. I, I will do it. Like, you know, like we just fuck around, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's fun. That's like teasing, bullying as friends. Mm -hmm. And one time we're like, yo, let's fuck with him today so we just fuck with one guy for like 10, 10 minutes <laughs> you know just like not like four hours just like leave come back mm -hmm. the heavy leaves the group like, okay yo we're we'll stop we're we'll we'll just fucking around it's your turn you know and we'll just sometimes we go over the top but we talk because mm -hmm. we're adults of course. yo sorry you didn't meant to go that far let's play okay that's fine we're all fucking adults but for kids bullying can be destructive because as an adult you can just talk and you know resolve the differences if you're mature enough, mm -hmm. you know. But as kids you have your ego, you don't understand everything that's still happening. So there's still a lot of there's still a lot of uh, of uh, problems, you know. Mm -hmm. For sure. Because I think it's even if 
even if uh, remove bullying, if you watch Black Mirror, mm-hmm. like one time there was an episode of the mother trying to hide porn from her kid, mm. right? And the second, the second she found out she had sex, she did so much dumb shit. Like she hung out with the job. Like she went like safe to like doing job, having sex, doing. I'm not saying those things are bad necessarily, mm-hmm. but like having mm-hmm. a, a shift. As a 16, someone who's 15, I don't know what was the age of the kid in the show, mm-hmm. but she was in high school or in college. So it's like overprotective parents, you know, trying to hide mm-hmm. something. But if you hide that, they might get worse or they might, at the end, the mother died, mm-hmm. right? So the story wasn't good. There wasn't a happy ending, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So like, I, I do think bullying can be good in a way, mm-hmm. but not, you know, in too much. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. Like, yes, it makes you resilient. I'm, you were bullied. I was bullied too. Not, yeah. not as much, but it makes me resilient. It makes me, thankfully, I mean, I'm, I'm not as quick as you, but I made, it made me quicker, like, with my wit. Like, I can just retort quickly. Yeah, but sometimes it, sometimes I'm not, I'm not witty because I'm just off my balance, you know? And that day, because I had days I was witty as fuck one day. And for months, I wasn't with it. I was just silent. I was just like, okay, fuck you. Fuck you, motherfucker. Like, the, the, like I didn't have some wit. Mm. I just said the dumbest shit, you know? <laughs> and even now, I'm, I'm being a bit witty because I feel good. Mm. Maybe tomorrow I won't be, mm. you know? Like, maybe bully traumatized me. I still have issues. I still have problems to, until now, mm. you know? That's why I can't. That's like, you know, like, you know, like the expression, we can't. Like we don't, I don't expect someone. I forgot from whom is it. I forgot. I, I, I don't know whose quote is that from. But there was a quote that said, "You can't expect someone else to love you if you don't love yourself." You know, mm-hmm. and that's part of it too. Because, like, if if someone gets bullied too much, they won't appreciate themselves. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know? But if if someone doesn't get bullied, they might become the bully, or they might, you know, do worse after. Because they don't know the effect it can have. They don't have empathy. Mm, yeah, you know? agree. You mentioned loving yourself. Now, can I ask you, do you love yourself? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, do I love myself? Fuck, though. Like, I don't know. Mm. Like, you know, we still have, we still suffer. Like, right now, during COVID, we still, a lot of people are going into depression. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, I'm not perfect either. So, you know, I don't think I love, like, I, there are days I feel like a fucking god. <laughs> I'm like, I am the best in the world. Shut, like, you know, I'm just like, the ego is like Carlos LeBron James mm-hmm. or like Andrew the Giant. And some days it's as small as Peter Dinklage. You know, so it's like, you know, it's just, it depends, you know. Mm. It's ebb and flow, like life. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. It's like ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. So like, but the, the trick is, is to find the proper balance and to, because sometimes you know you're having a shitty day. Just, because you can't be happy 24-7. No way. Like the, the, the first the first time I moved out, there was heavy snow. I saw no sun. Of course, if you see no sun, less sun, you stay in the night. Of course, you're gonna feel like shit. Mm-hmm. That's logical because you don't have, you don't see no sun. You get no vitamins from the sun and shit. So now you gotta put that into consideration. Mm-hmm. For sure. But what's your opinion about people saying you can be happy all the time? That's bullshit. That's <laughs> fucking bullshit. 
Like, yo, dude, what, what did you cook? What, like, what, what drug? Like, are, are you on acid? Like, are you on fucking acid or shrooms? I want to know because I want, I want the drug too. Me too. You know? Exactly, you know? <laughs> like, I want that drug. Like, what's, what's wrong with you that you are happy 24-7? Yeah. Like, you, you're a psychopath or you're lying to yourself? Look, the, the only guy we knew for being happy 24-7 killed himself. Robin fucking Williams. Yep. He killed himself. Why? Because his buddy, Christopher Reeve, and the other guy, I forgot his name, sorry. He did a song, mm. all right? Don't worry, be happy. Oh, Don't, what's his no, name? No, 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 that's not it. Yeah. It's, uh, fuck. Oh, it's two seconds. Yeah, check it out. Reeve, I forgot his name. Reeve and Robin Williams. Bobby McFarren. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy, yeah, they had a song together, right? Yeah. And they had a song together about don't worry, being happy. Don't worry, being happy. And don't worry about the stress. Mm-hmm. The other guy killed himself. Christian Rigg got paralyzed and died suffering. And the, and uh, and Robin Williams killed himself. And the way he killed himself was very dramatic. Mm. I, won't, I won't do the details, but he tried like two times before succeeding. Mm-hmm. He tried, the court broke. He tried something else, was too slow. Like, it's like, so... I don't believe in that, basically. Mm-hmm. I don't believe Me too, I agree. But I, I just want to talk about that because, ha- you know, with COVID, suddenly mm. everybody comes out there super happy and inspiring and all that shit, you know what I mean? I'm like, you're full of shit. Shut up, you're full of shit. <laughs> like, boy, you really, you really fucking think everyone is so happy? Like, no, look, you're happy? Yeah, because y- you have your time for yourself. You can relax. Those are the people that live alone and they're faking it, right? Oh. <laughs> That everyone is fucking miserable, <laughs> except the fucking rich who can go and come back. You know, it's just like parking tickets mm. for rich people. Those are just taxes. Wait, give me one second. Yeah. One second. Take your time. You got your food. Yeah, I got my food. All right. I don't know. I forgot where we're talking about. Um, about uh, let's start with. Um, you mentioned that you moved out. Yeah. I moved. How did your parents take that? And didn't like it at first, but you know, it's like they went through the five states of grief. <laughs> and now they're accepting, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why did you decide to move out? I think the, the reason I decided to move out was because uh, um, it was like there's too, too many problems in the house. I know problems, mm. but like, I'm like, it's too much like problems and like fighting and like, you know, like, there needs to be one black sheep of the family. And it's like, sometimes it's me. So I'm like, I'll just move out. Cause I, cause sometimes it's better for the mental health. Cause you love your family. Like you love your family, but they, they can be a bit too much sometimes. Mm-hmm. For sure. You're a, since you're a Pakistani, are you a Muslim? Um, I was, I'm agnostic at the moment. Okay. So how did your parents take that, you deciding to be agnostic? Because well, I know I believe in something, so they don't care. Because I, I, I they know I believe in something. But I don't think I told my parents yet. <laughs> I, don't I, like, I don't think they're, they're going to watch this tomorrow, so I think we'll be fine. Mm, for sure. Um, did they force you to practice Islam growing up, or they were very loose? As a kid, they used to force me to, you know, be a kid, you listen to your parents. And, like, 
So I used to practice as a kid, but uh, now I don't. Like I, I don't really know. Hmm. What age were you decided to say, "Hey, you know what? This is enough. I don't think this, for the lack of a better word, makes sense." I think uh, when I was like, I don't know. I think it was more of a progression because where I'm coming from, I'm like, okay, so if there's a God, why are we so divided? about it why are those who think a bit different than us going to hell you know like why why is there a division between muslims why is there a division between jewish people between christians but christians we know because they wanted like practice without all the rich rich stuff and shit. that's fine but still it's i i i believe jesus existed i believe Muhammad existed. I believe those history figures existed, but I do believe they're on drugs. What kind? I don't know. It's good stuff. No, because you know the story about the burning bush, right? The story about mm-hmm. that. Like, it's proven during that time they used to take all the drugs. So maybe those drugs were kind of... It's, it's, like, it was proven during that time they used to burn bushes because those bushes were like drugs. Kind of, mm. not weed, but like some, forgot which one. So she used to get them fucking high, you know? Mm. So did, but, yeah, I heard of this. Yeah, so like, maybe like the guy just, one guy took shrooms, one guy took that, one guy took that. And one said, yo, I'm a Muslim, I'm a Christian, I'm a Jew. That's it. That's basically, mm-hmm. like, that's the true main religion of the world. Buddhism, mm. like, like, I think every religion has a part of truth, you know? Mm. Like, if you look at the Gita f- for Hindus, they have some really... I don't. I didn't read it yet, but I read some parts, and there's really some, some creepy stuff, you know. Like, mm-hmm. what if there's an elephant god? We think it's a god, but it's an alien who came by to help us, and we're just dumbasses who can't believe it, you know. Again, I'm I'm, I'm insulting every religion in the same way. So just for the audience, don't don't be offended. I'm a dwarf, mm. so I'm a I'm a double <laughs> I'm a double minority. You can't cancel me, guys. All right, you can't fucking cancel me. Here. That's funny, man. You're funny. So you said you're a stand-up comedian, yeah. and you you mentioned um, cancel culture. Yeah. Is that an issue with you, or you just don't care? Like I told you, I don't care because how are you gonna fucking cancel a midget who's of Muslim descent, who's brown? I just need to be gay, and you, I'll, I'll be like hundred percent. I'm not gay, right? I don't. I'm not gay. I don't, I don't care if someone is gay, but I'm not. Are you sure? No. Oh, no, no, you know what I mean? Like, like I don't care if someone's gay or not, or someone's black or not. Me, me, I'm like, I, it's that's one of Eminem's Eminem's quote, the rapper. He said, "I don't care hmm. if you're blue, orange, purple, tall, whatever, whatever. Like, if you're nice to me, I'll be nice to you." No, mm-hmm. sometimes I can be an asshole if I meet someone on the street. I might be a bit assholey. Because we all have bad days. It happens to me a couple of times and I regret them every time when I insult mm. someone. Because I'm not going to meet them again. Maybe not. <laughs> to be honest, you know, a thousand mm-hmm. people in the streets before COVID. You know, a thousand mm-hmm. people in the streets, millions of people walking in New York, in Montreal, thousands and shit. So maybe you won't see them. So like, mm-hmm. maybe I'm a bad guy in someone's story. Maybe I'm a god in someone's story. Maybe I'm nobody in someone's story. Either way, I don't care. <laughs> You're living your life. That's exactly, it. Exactly, that's it. Mm-hmm. So, how long have you been doing stand-up? Um, a year or so. A year or so, okay. Very young. Yeah, I'm, I'm 22, so yeah, I think, I guess I'm young, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
So what made you decide to do a, to be a stand-up? I don't know. It was just because I'm part of a music group plays on Spato. So they, they, were, they were like, yo, bro, what you got? Like, we're doing our solo albums in like two, three years. And we might, we'll probably do, would you, like, do the group again. But we'll try different stuff for a while. Do you want to like do something else? Like, I don't know. Like, yo, just try stand-up. They told me, yo, just try, like, go meet one, like, one of the producers of the group. It's like, yo, just here's the email for Comedy Nest. Mm. And just try it. So I went to the Nest. Is at the forum. If you like in Montreal, the forum. So I went there and it was nice. Like I had a nice set. It wasn't the funniest set, but I had a nice set. Before that, I did stand up, but it wasn't like it was my. It's 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 weird. Hmm. Like it, did you prepare anything? Yeah, like first time I just said what I had in mind, a couple hmm. of jokes. But now, now I got a couple of jokes in my head. I just know. Like I, 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 I don't think I need a book to go on set right now. Like a notebook, I don't need it right now. Hmm. During COVID, I'm just like, my ego is so boosted. I'm like, I'm good. That's no, I, I don't make a 10 minutes, no problem. No, no it's all good. It's all good. Um, you mentioned the Les Antipsibateurs. Yeah. They're the rap, a rap group from Quebec. How did you hook up with them? Uh, basically, they had a 420 event two years ago. Okay. So I just told them, you're a nice event. If you need me, I'm down, guys. So my profile, we called, we talked. We talked for a while. Then they said, okay, you know what, come on, come on, do one video. And I did. They said, yo, you're okay. You seem like you seem like, you know, act, I catch you, I'm a midget. Does help. Then we went to we did a podcast with Adamo from Occupation Dub, like a French one. Hmm. Like, since then, we just, we work together. Because mm. they, they really helped me get where I am. They helped me, like... Did better on Twitch, you know, practice my craft. Hmm. Like, like they, they, they help me write jokes and shit sometimes. So they're really like my, my buddies, you know? Mm, for sure. I watch some of their videos. I like the music, but I don't know. Is it an act like they're characters or are they like that in person? All I'm gonna say is don't believe in a matrix. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm, okay, that's fair enough. That's all I can say. <laughs> that's all good. That's fair enough. I, I was just hoping I'll, I'll ask anyway. So, stand up. Yeah. How do you write your act? Uh, I think it's like sometimes it's it's just a joke I think of. Mm. Right now, I've just wrote a joke. It's like, you know, like right now we are in Parkage in Montreal. A, other, a, a, a man took a cop's gun and shot him, all right? Mm -hmm. And I'm a joke, I'm like, police, freeze! And 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 I wrote, someone from Pax, know you. Just like, <laughs> I just posted, I'm just like, oh, I just wrote it, I just wrote it, posted, that's it. Mm. You know? And sometimes it just inspired from real life. Sometimes it's inspired from my life. And I try to be witty or just, I don't know, I try stuff. Sometimes, like, 80% of my shit is not going to be funny. But mm -hmm. I don't care. Mm -hmm. You know? That's the way to to perfect the craft, I guess. Yeah, that, not everything sticks on the wall. You gotta hone it and hone it. Exactly. I also saw that you have this hash the one. Is that a character or how did you create that? Yeah, it, I think it's, it's called, comes from my heart. Mm. Like all the anger I have, all the, the... All the anger, all the... My ego just want to shoot in one bullet. 
so I can relax after, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just think, like, it's all, all in one. Just, 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 it's like all mixed up to, like, release my, my, my tension inside. Mm. Do you always do it, or there are some times that you come on stage and you're just you? It comes on automatically. So every come every time you go on stage, that's hash the one all the time. Most time, like, like, I don't know, just because like when I'm at Bordel, open mic, when I'm at the club soda, that's out of the one because it's a big. The, those are the biggest stage for me now. Mm. So for me, I just I have the glasses, I have the hoodie, I just like I just do like this. I wear the hoodie, mm-hmm. I pick some glasses, like what's up, bitches? <laughs> you know? Like I can I can just like you know I just like. Change the style, do like this, like this, and just appear again because it helps. It helps me like be active and it helps me, keeps me in check in a way. It helps. Mm. Like, this is what stopped me from killing myself in high school. So, mm. you know, it, it liked, it's like my, my, my Hulk of my Bruce Banner, if I can say, you know? Mm. Killing yourself. What do, you, what do you mean by that? I didn't mean by that, but, but like mentally, you know, mentally, like keeping myself. On my toe, mm, mentally like okay. saying like "fuck you," I'm the best. Mentally like yo, those bitches don't know what's coming. You know, I'm the best. No one, you'll see, you'll see in five years, you'll see. Mm. Do you think you suffer from depression? Excellent question. Maybe, maybe. Because sometimes I read your post and you talk about suicide a lot. No, it's funny jokes. I'm like, look, the joke when I said. Um, I, my friends know I have some, like, because it's after, cause after my, some friends told me, are you okay? I'm like, come on, guys. I'll just make one really bad suicide joke and tell everybody to shut up, right? So, guys, after a couple of suicide jokes that mixed feelings of my friends list, I said, like, you know what? I have one. I just said, yo, listen, I know some friends, like, some of my friends know I'm depressed. And since I moved out, my birthday's coming up. I, I told my friends, buy me a toaster. And they're worried because I'm suicidal. And I told them, bro, if I take a bath or a shower, I'm going to taste the same. Don't worry. <laughs> it's funny, right? It is funny. What, what, you're just going to laugh. I'm like, oh. So I'm like, I, I'm try, like, you know, of, of course, the first two suicide jokes won't work. But I mm-hmm. thought one worked. You yeah. know? That's the craft. Like, sometimes when I make lame, sexist jokes, I'm like, fuck, I look like a sexist. I try to be good. Like, you try, because no, sometimes I, I try, I try to to say something good about women, mm-hmm. but I misspell or I, or the idiot, I fuck it up. So it takes time for everything. Bad jokes, major jokes. You see, some jokes have like 15 likes. Some jokes, two, two months ago, I have zero likes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care, guys. Facebook. I'm here for. Sh- I'm here to shit post and make laugh. Right? Yeah. Because people don't realize social media. People think social media is life. No. Mm. Social media is a way to project yourself to the world. Mm-hmm. I know some people who are fucking rich, who their profile is private because they don't need social media. Mm-hmm. They, re- they realize it's all an image. So when I post on social media, maybe it's me who's talking. Maybe it's my character, but it's going to be entertaining or it's going to wake you up. Mm-hmm. I That's love both. You know? mm-hmm. So my goal is always try to do a combination of both. Sometimes I'm more of an asshole. Sometimes I'm more of a preacher. But I try to do both just to make up what's me, you know? Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. So right now we're in lockdown. We're in COVID pandemic. Yeah. 
How do you make sure that your comedy weapon is sharp and ready to go? I, do, um, I, I stay on Twitch a lot. I try to accept more interviews than I can. Hmm. So I can stay in shops. So I can keep talking to people. And, you know, they ask me questions. I try to still read. Hmm. Like if I just don't do Twitch and I don't talk to people, my mind's going to go down. Because I'm, I'm kind of a, I'm sometimes a social as fuck. Sometimes hmm. I just want to talk to no one. You know? hmm. so being alone helps. Because most of the day I'm alone. Most of the time. So hmm. I've talked to myself to write, think and shit. But yeah. when I do interviews, when I... Sorry. Sure. <laughs> Don't die now. <laughs> My voice is fucked up, I told you. So, so that's, that's why when I go to Twitch, my mind stays active. You know? like I, like I see a comment, yo, what's up, bro? Yo, I, I see someone, if I do this, man, I'm like, no. Um, I, I'll, taste, I'll, I'll, I'll say something if you give me 100 bucks. Then I try to, you know, be witty and be an asshole too. Sometimes people leave, sometimes they stay. So mm -hmm. no, it's all a, a game. Yeah, for sure. And in high school, were you the same? Like, were you talking shit all the time or were you always quiet? Depends, because I had periods I was silent because I had shit happening in my life. Mm -hmm. And I period I was, I, and I was, I, I was shit talking because the thing is, I was very political. I used to debate my teachers a lot. Mm. Yeah, and they used to tell me, yo, you're too young. And I'm like, you have nothing to see. I'm just, you really think a 10-year-old kid just out with you? What the fuck? <laughs> you know? But, you love talking shit, huh? Yeah, yeah, not talking shit, but just debate. Because with, with my teacher, I used to debate a lot. But since I was a kid, he didn't care. They said, oh, you're just a kid. Shut up, you know? Mm. And with my friends, well, with my friends, but those who were in my class, they didn't care about that. They just insulted me directly. So I didn't know how to process that because my brain tried to look mature. But people in my class were dumb as fuck. <laughs> like I tried, you know, to, to have debates, to talk, and people were just like, yo, your mom, your mother, your mother. You know, just like yeah. dumb as shits. The mom jokes. Yeah, exactly. It's not funny, but like even now I think I do it sometime because I'm... Uh, I do it sometimes because it's all, it's part of my DNA now, <laughs> I guess. But I try not to do them as much, you know, I try, like, I try to be better and more witty than just mm -hmm. say mom jokes, you know. Mm -hmm, for sure. So, some comedians, they refuse to watch other comedians. Do you do that? No, of course not. Like, it's, it's of course, like, like I'm, I'm, I may go see a comedian show, like, one or twice, but I'm not going to do it every week, you know. I need to mm. go every week to watch a show. It's not as fun or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, it's, 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 uh, like most, most open mics in English, most people in the crowd are comics or half the people in the crowd. Sometimes mm. we are less, but still like in English comics, like a small scene where I, where I usually go and try stuff, like, we watch other comedians because we want to see what they have new. You know? If it's the same shit every week, we just go, okay, I can skip today. You know? mm, mm. But if, if they try new stuff, we'll try to listen sometime and see what they have in stock. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that question is some comedians refuse it because they're afraid that the others 
comedians act will seep through their act. Do you have that fear? What do you mean? Let's say you're watching another comedian and he, yeah. whatever, he's talking shit and he's making jokes, right? Yeah. Sometimes we have the tendency to like, it seeps into our subconscious and some comedians are afraid of that. That once in a while they go on stage and they start, start talking shit and they'll repeat a joke that they heard from another comedian. If you see the same joke on other comedians, are you really a comic? Like if you just... It, it, it never happened to me someone just said the same joke. Because mm. otherwise it's the same Google joke. People recognize it's fake. All comedians know the other comedians talk. Mm-hmm. And they know when not to fuck up. Because most comedians, they don't... They ha- it's it's kind of hard to answer that because... It never happened to me because real comedians have their own joke. Fake mm-hmm. ones that still joke from Google and shit. <laughs> right? Say so the same joke, you're gonna look shitty, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you can say, oh, should I say the same joke as him? It was so funny. Be booty. If you say the same joke as the last, and, and then, oh shit, sorry, you are just too funny. Lol. So I had to say it again. Well, I don't know, stay witty as fucking. Try to improvise, you know? Mm, for sure, for sure. I don't know, man. It's, it's uh, never happened to me, I think. That's good, man. Do you sit down and write or do you write on stage? Sit down and write. Mm. But sometimes I have, I have jokes I just think on the spot, the oh, crowd. Yeah, for sure. And then, yeah. like, so, some people, is with the experience, they get better at writing jokes, you know? Mm. Some people with the experience, they just get fucking better at writing jokes. They know what you're saying and mm-hmm. you know what's up, you know? Mm. And some people, they don't. Mm. Do you think your condition has boosted your chance of getting gigs or diminished it? I think it did boost my, my, my chance of getting some gigs. But it's hard because people just people who suck will try to diminish me in a way. Because those who are not good will just say, oh, it's just a midget, they're just doing midget jokes. Why are you white are you doing Milky Way? Racist, you're, you're, you're mocking your granddad who's racist. You know, like, like every white guy does. Like, it's, yes, if you're a cat, everyone's in a category in a way. Women will make jokes about being a woman, about sexism. Men will make jokes about their dicks. Black people will make jokes about one joke about racism or some shit. White people will make jokes about that dad being racist, or they just be fucking offensive. Like, mm-hmm. Everyone's predictable if you just search through it. Mm-hmm. You know, I do think that, but yeah, of course, like, I, I do believe I got some laughs because I'm a midget, mm-hmm. but hey, I can't get a job because I'm a midget. So I think it's opposite, right? Like you, you, like, you can't just say, like some people, they try to diminish what I, like, diminish my accomplishments. Mm-hmm. But don't want to agree. I got I got some difficulties in life. Of course, yeah, I can't find a fucking job. I just can't. Mm. It's fucking hard. So did you did you used to have a normal job? Yeah, I, com- I used to have two call centers work. Then I stop and I focus on comedy. Were you doing lines on the people that's calling you? No, but I I used to be like an asshole. Like my voice sounds like a woman, which <laughs> I'm not, but I know it does. So it's it's like it it was fucking annoying. At the mm. jobs, so like well, that's one of the reasons I'm like, yo, I'm done with this. I have too much dignity to get me hung up by a fucking boomer who doesn't know how to press five. All right, 
fuck this shit. My identity is much better than just being hung out with people like this, all right? I'm out of the one. I don't have to do this. People, sh- people should send me news. I should ask them. And that's how I live my life. Mm, for sure. Were you doing comedy full time before COVID happened? Yeah, but I wasn't. I wasn't. I was. I was living with my parents. Okay. And when COVID started, I moved out. I'm like, I'm done. That's my. That's my my my, my sign from if there's a god to move out. <laughs> yeah, like, for I'm, sure. like, I'm just gonna take some PCU, move out, and try to try to get some money as soon as possible before September, before, before COVID ends. They try to get some real money with coffee with the Twitch. Like I, I right now, I, I, I'm I'm running on fumes. You know, mm. I'm I'm betting on myself to succeed before September or get a job. That's a lot of pressure, kid. I know that's that's all I want. I'm like, yo, for sure, that's right. You know, you can't you can't live your life not having risk, not doing what you love. You know. Mm, I love it. I love it. So with the COVID and not getting gigs, do you think? That stunts your progress as a comedian. I think it does. It helps those who are already rich. Like you know, recently they had a thing about belle poulacos. You know, what is like belle like it's a French. I don't know. I don't know if I can. I don't want you to get sued, but like it's a, it's a French. Uh, it's a French cable company. Okay, okay. And they have dishes with like, belle. Like they have dishes too, and like they said about oh, they give us like. Like, bet, like, catch someone for a call. Oh, bell talk. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, but what's a bunch of bollocks? All right. <laughs> Last year, like, I don't, I don't, I just want full British. I don't fucking know why. What's a bunch of bollocks? <laughs> I just saw V for Vendetta, maybe why. But you know, it's, it's such bullshit. Like, it really, it's, like, you, it's proven you guys hide money offshore. First of all, secondly, there, there are so many people in your company that quit because they have, they were, they were left. They were, they were they were fired after they said they had depression, all right? Mm-hmm. Like us, like it just bunch of like, bunch of fucking bullshit. So I, I don't tolerate. I have a low low limit for bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know. You don't suffer fools. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I hate that too. You know when the Facebook they change the the frame, bell talk. Yeah. I fucking hate that, man. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Why? Like that oh, really? Bell talk really? Facebook? The guy who sells, the guy who sells, who sells me, who, who does a, a McDonald's ads to make me more fat, to get more money. You don't want telling me to fucking because set my major dick Facebook. And if you're gonna take a bath and throw that fucking toaster in the tub, that logo won't stop you from throwing that thing. Exactly, <laughs> fucking look. like exactly like. If I do it, I'll just write thanks to Bell. You know, <laughs> fucking ass fucks. You should, you should put like a, like a. I thought to Bell about <laughs> thanks Bell and see what that body. Dude, that would be your closer. Bless <laughs> <laughs> closer, exactly. Yeah, so since COVID happened, yeah. has it changed your goals as a comedian? Uh, not really. I'm more determined than ever. I think I'm more determined than ever to succeed. And to to be what I want to be. Mm-hmm. I'm, what I'm do like, you want to be? I want to be in Staples Center. I want to fucking headline club so that I want to fucking sold out shits. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I started six. You know, at six months of comedy, I had my own show. Then I've been wow. running with my own buddy. It's a uh, Luca Resnell and Before it was named 
but of some um, uh, of some something when I was in the West. So we are a show called Deluxe Comedy. We, we went there every month on Fridays before COVID, and we we sold out every time. Every wow. time we sold out the show. Wow! And so, you're the headliner. I'm not. I'm, I'm the host. I'm not. And I'm not going to thirty to forty minutes. Last time, like I tried to have funny people. I tried to have people who looks like me or different. Like every show, I show no offense, but it's mostly white people. There's just like one one black and one person with handicap. That's it. Or one woman, like one of the streets, two of them. You pulled them from the street. Like not, every, not, every, not every show has that. Me, it's people who look like me. Sometimes mm. I have more black, sometimes more white, sometimes I have more fucking Arabs. It depends, you know? Depends. I'm like, okay, this time I'm like, this guy, I'm like, okay, guys, okay, I just, but you gotta be logic. I can't have a sausage fest, you know? Mm. So, okay, I need one female comic, and I just, like, just, because we do have some biases in our head. Every mm-hmm. day we have, like, oh, if I was, what, if I was, you know, a successful show, some comics will just say, oh, it can't have people from the ghetto or the boy here. Or from like some people call Bad Boys Jurier ghetto. They shoot, but Bad Boys Jurier is a comedy club. They call it ghetto because it's mostly blacks. See? It's terrible. It's still, and they're not, it's, yeah, they sell um, fried chicken, they sell um, chicken legs. Yeah, because everybody loves chicken legs. Who doesn't? Who doesn't, right? <laughs> Who fucking doesn't, right? And like, but they make more money than most shows. They succeed well. No? Mm. And they're doing well every time I see them, they're getting bigger. Props on them. I wonder a few times too. Mm. You know? And like, all that to, sorry, I have ADHD. All that to say, all that to say, in six months, I have my own show. Imagine what I can do in two years, three years. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, yeah, man, you're determined and you're very confident. Yeah, because who the fuck? Like, no one will bet on myself except myself, so I'll just bet on myself, fuck it. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. And if someone wants to bet on, if someone wants to bet, bet on me, with me, go ahead. I have some all bet, bet with me, let's go. Let's, let's, make, let's make me go better, you know? Mm-hmm. I've heard some comedians has done a yeah. Zoom comedy. Has it, you ever been invited to do one of those? I'm doing the, I'm doing one on Twitch. And because most most of them are shit, most of them are shit, and but few of them make money, but those are comedians who are more successful, and mm. they, you know, and there's I'll be doing one on Twitch. I forgot the name. It's written French, and this one, is pretty good. They, they have like two hundred viewers, hundred viewers by, but it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So pays like, the bills. No, it doesn't pay the bills, but it helps. No. Okay, so. Who's the comedian that inspires you? I don't know, honestly. Like before, you just say Sugar Shami, but like my humor is a bit different. I my humor is a bit dark. Mm. So I say it's a mix of uh, mix of mix of Carlin, mix of Mike Ward, and mix of Sugar Shami. Mm, I like that. You know? So let's close it out. Do you have any last remark or parting message for the listeners? Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> no, kids. Look at me, I'm a midget because of drugs. Yeah, it stunted your growth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
Anyways, buddy, thank you again for doing the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks. Ciao. Have a good evening. Again, Hasher, thank you for coming on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, listeners, for listening. This is Aaron Deliosa for An Immigrant's Life. I'll see you guys later.